This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery and I'm here right now with my beautiful fiance, Tatiana, who I know many of you guys already know from my previous videos that we've done together. Today, Tatiana is going to be sharing with you guys her story about how she makes $115,000 per month in sales on Amazon and Shopify at only 24 years old. Now, I know many of you guys have already seen the previous video that we did together where uh, she shared her story about how she was making $40,000 a month in sales on Amazon at 23 years old. This video is going to be an update on that video. That video actually went viral. It's got over four and a half million views. And it's been amazing to see the impact that video has had on so many people's lives. But we wanted to do another video for you guys to share more in depth about her story from the very beginning when she first started her Amazon product, the failures, the challenges that she had along the way, how she's now built her existing brand Lux Curves to where it is today, the whole journey of what ups and downs of what she's gone through and how she was able to scale and grow from that $40,000 a month in sales to now $115,000 a month, transitioning not just from Amazon, but to Shopify as well. So, babe, I'm so excited to do this with you again. Thank you. I'm very, very excited as well because the last video that we did that did go viral, um, we didn't really think much of it when we recorded it, but then we started receiving all these messages from people who that video really inspired them. It was the tipping point for them, and then they started their own businesses. And so it was just, it's so amazing to know that just creating one simple video like this can help someone or inspire someone or push someone and propel them to start their own business, which, you know, this business has completely transformed my life. And so, um, you know, our purpose today is to hopefully add as much value to you as possible and, and maybe present this as an option for you as well, present this business model as an option for you, an online business as something that you could pursue. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and we want to be as transparent as possible with you guys as well. So we actually decided to kind of start things off by Tatiana actually sharing with you uh, a screen share of her computer, showing you her website logging into her Amazon account, her Seller Central account, her Shopify account, and actually showing you guys the proof. And the reason why we wanted to do that is, you know, I understand with videos like this, and you know, some of you guys might not have followed our stuff um, for a while now, but um, there's a lot of skepticism out there. There's fear. There's, you know, people don't know whether or not it's real or not. And 
I know for myself when I first started, and I know for you as well, when you'd hear these big numbers thrown out, um, as a part of your, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, is that even possible? Is that even real? And uh, we want to make sure that you guys see the proof and the evidence because it's 100% real, what we're sharing with you. We want to be as honest with you guys as possible and to really inspire you guys to show you a different option, a different possibility for your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not the most comfortable thing for me to share my, uh, you know, finances. It's something, you know, I was brought up being taught that this is not something that you really should share. It's private information. But as Stefan said, for, you know, for you guys, because I know that there are a lot of skeptics, you know, just to hopefully show you that this is real. And, you know, what I'm making is, is, is really small compared to many other online sellers. It's just the beginning. So this is a real possibility for you. Yeah. And it's really demonstrating that if she can do it, if I can have success, you can too, guys. All it comes down to is what we're going to share with you guys in this interview. It's the mindset, it's the belief, it's the confidence, it's having the right plan, the right strategy. So it's absolutely possible for anybody here, regardless of where you're starting from. Her story is going to inspire you like crazy. Uh, doesn't matter where in the world you live, but we want to make this as real as possible for you guys. So with that being said, let's grab your computer and let's dive in. Guys, so we are on my website, luxcurves.com. We just rebranded. We were at luxhealth.com. And as you can see here, uh, we sell waist trainers. So these are body shaping garments for women. And what they do, well, they do a variety of different things. They help with posture because they have vertical bones that help support the spine. So if you're someone like myself who sits at the desk all day, that is so important. I use it all the time when I'm sitting down. So I have really great posture and I'm not slouching. And so I have less back pain. And it also helps postpartum. So women who have given birth, oftentimes when you have a baby, your muscles will separate. And they should close with time, but this helps close the diastasis recti faster. And then, obviously, there's body contouring effects. Um, as soon as you wear it, you look two, two um, sizes smaller. And then if you wear it consistently over time, it does mold your fat. Um, so yeah, and then we also have this underwear line, which is relatively new, uh, which I can talk about a little bit in the video as well. This is just kind of like a branding thing. It's not like I really care to make a lot of sales, but it's just supporting the brand. And so this is my Shopify store, the homepage. You know, we've got a video here. We've got sizing, the best sellers. We have different types of products. Um, we have a quiz and my um, YouTube videos. We've got a Facebook support group, which is also something we should talk about. Really, really important, building a community. Um, social media, Instagram pages. You can see here, like, this is a before and after. Look at this one. It's amazing. amazing. So, yeah, I mean, the products really work. And, and that's the thing. You have to have a high-quality product. You can't try and cheap out and, and, and you know, create something that's not legit. Yeah. You have to have something that works. How many, how many products do you have in total? Uh, well, the thing is, so they're all, they're all waist trainers, but we have a variety of different kinds. And you can see here, like, there's three different categories that we have. Um, Every waist trainer has 10 different sizes, 10 different colors, so I have a lot of SKUs right now. And you can see here, like, there's just different kinds. Um, so I don't even really know in terms of how many SKUs we have. There's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, so I'm going to pop into, so this is the front end of the Shopify store. This is what customers see. Now, I'm logging into the back end of the Shopify store. This is what me and my um, employees see. And you can see here that it's showing the live sessions. And you can see here that within the last 30 days, um, the store has done $81,000 in sales. So uh, our profit margins, you know, it depends. Like everyone has a different profit margin. Our profit margins range 
with each product. Each product is obviously a different profit margin, but it ranges from 30 to 60% profit margins. So I think the profit margins are pretty good, especially since we don't do any paid advertising. So I've gotten to this point without any paid advertising, which is really amazing um, because you know that can definitely eat away at your profits. And then I'm going to show you the Amazon store. So Amazon store in the last 30 days, <clears throat> we've done $34,000 in sales. And again, the funny thing is with Amazon, we're going to talk about this a little bit, I guess, is that I started the business on Amazon, and then I was making around forty, dollars or $50,000, $60,000 a month on Amazon, and then I took it off Amazon and started focusing more on the website, selling on my own website. And so since then, I haven't really focused on optimizing my Amazon store, but it still makes sales. Yeah. So that's really cool. And this is Amazon.com in the U.S., but yeah. you also sell in Canada, Australia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you sell worldwide through your Shopify store, which yeah. we'll talk more about the details on that as well. Okay, so let's dive into your story. Do you mind sharing with people how this all started for you from the very beginning? The first product that you launched, because this wasn't the first business, the first product that you launched on Amazon. You had a few other ones before you got to this point with this product, but do you mind sharing with people when you started and that journey where your life was to, we'll go all the way up to where you are today? Okay, sure. So um, when, b before I started this business, I was a student, I was in university studying, and uh, never knew anything about this world of online business. Never, like really never crossed my mind. Um, didn't even have a computer at that time, didn't need a computer. I had an iPad and I only used it for Facebook every now and then. Um, but I was also working because I had to pay my student loan. Um, so I was working and I was in school and my goal was to work in the Parliament of Canada. That was always kind of the career I wanted, the career that my parents wanted for me. Um, and then I met you <laughs> and you had an online business. You had Project Life Mastery yeah. and I didn't really understand what you did. When I first met you, I actually didn't know what you did for like the first few months. I think yeah. I didn't really know at yeah, all. It's like, can you really make money online? Like I, a YouTube channel, a blog, like is that real? Yeah, I really didn't think anything of it. I didn't think you made any money. <laughs> um, and then slowly, slowly you started to kind of share with me, you know, the benefits of having this online business because you have this laptop lifestyle. And you saw it, right? Yeah, and I saw it. And I was like, you know what? This does sound enticing. I would like to have flexibility. I would like to have the freedom. Yeah. And you wanted to travel. Yeah. And, and part of it too, when we first met, and dating, you were going to Brazil for a volunteer trip, oh, yeah. and you know we were going to be away from each other from the summertime, and we were just dating in the first three weeks or month, and I was like, you know, I'm coming to Brazil, and you're like, how did you know? I had the freedom to be able to do that because of my online business. Yeah, that was amazing. Like I never thought, first of all, that a guy would go to another country just to be with me, and then I thought, wow, it's amazing that he had that flexibility to do that. And so that was, that was the first thing, and it kind of ignited that passion in our relationship, you know, that was very romantic of you. Um, but then, yeah, so then I started um, feeling like, okay, well, if we want to have this amazing relationship where we can live this vision of traveling and living abroad and experiencing different cultures, well, then I also need to find something online. He can't just have something online. I have to make money and, and support my lifestyle, and having an online business would be a great fit for that. 
But I was reluctant. I remember I was reluctant because I didn't want to learn all this stuff, and I because I had no experience, right? I didn't have any business experience. I didn't have any marketing experience. Didn't know how to use a computer. And I thought that you needed to know all these things before you got started. And I think this is a really、um, big misconception: is people have the fear of getting started because they're like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. But guess what? You learn how to do it. You ask yourself empowering questions, not disempowering questions. You say, okay, how can I make the way? How can I learn this? How can I figure this out? And so, what I think really worked for me is just having that open mindset and never limiting myself. Saying, you know what? I can learn anything I put my mind to. And,、um, and yeah. So then,、uh, I started with the Kindle publishing. So that was the first type of business that I tried, which you had your you had your KDP course, and I and I really liked、um, that for a little while because I was publishing self-publishing books through Stefan's training about、um, dogs, and I would put my own dog on the cover, and it was so cute. Simba. Yeah, <laughs>、um, but then I kind of lost、um, enthusiasm for that. I just felt like it didn't really resonate with me. And、uh, eventually, we discovered this course called the Amazing Slime Machine. And、um, and then we started to enroll in it at the same time. So we said, okay, let's challenge ourselves. Let's go through this course. And at the time, we were living apart, you know, and separately. So he would go through it on his own time. I would go through it on my own time. And it was a little bit of a competition of like who could get through the course and you know what are you doing with your products and how far are you with yours and、yeah. it was kind of fun like that. Yeah. It's basically a course that teaches step by step by step how to do all this, right? How to sell on Amazon, how to find the product, how to source the product, all the logistics. Because when you first started, I mean, I already had a lot of experience online before, but physical product business was brand new for me. Like I didn't know anything about it, even though I had experience selling on Amazon books, self-publishing books. But this was just a, a totally new animal, and for you, you didn't know anything, right? Just from a bit of experience publishing and making some money with that.、Yeah. So. You mind sharing just about that journey? Yeah. So I had to learn so much in such a short period of time, but I'm so grateful for it because、um, it's really made me who I am today, including all of the mistakes and failures. And、um, so I was taking the course while I was in school and working as well. And so then I. Uh, followed the instructions and I came out with my first product. And my first product was a very inexpensive product because I was broke as a college student, paying off my student loan. My textbooks were like six hundred dollars every semester, and it was just a lot of money for me. So I only I didn't have much money to invest at all. And so I put in three hundred dollars into my first inventory. And、um, my inventory was like a, I, I've、uh, private labeled a cognac sponge, which is a beauty sponge. And it's 100% natural, so I knew it wouldn't hurt people. And、um, it was like 10 cents per unit. Yeah, it's basically to exfoliate your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes from the cognac root, which you can also get those in noodle form, and they're zero calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So、um, got that product, and so the whole process was just new. And I kind of saw it as okay, maybe this isn't a product that's going to make me, you know, hundreds of dollars because I wasn't really aiming high at that point per month. I was just trying to learn the process without investing too much money because there was not much flexibility in that area. But it was exciting because I found, you know, suppliers. Which you guys, people always ask, you know, where do we find manufacturers? You can find them on AliExpress, on Alibaba. I find all my suppliers on Alibaba, or you can source locally. So if you want to source locally, you can just do a Google search. You know, type in,、um, you know, skincare supplier. 
Ohio or wherever you are. And um, yeah, so it's, it's very abundant. It's very easy to find suppliers, but you have to do your due diligence and make sure that you are you know, finding high quality products, suppliers with good communication, and, yeah. samples. Yeah, so learning that whole process and also trying to communicate with suppliers and, and make my sound, myself sound like I'm a big brand when I'm really not. I'm just one person learning everything. It's kind of fun for me. And, um, and then when I received my samples, it became real. All of a sudden I was like, wow, this is a product that I can actually sell and add value to people. People who are buying it are buying it from me because it's something that they want or that they need. And so it really excited me to know that someone would be excited to receive this product at their door. And then the whole creative aspect of it, you know, creating my own designs and labels and colors and all this stuff and my logo. And I did everything myself um, because, again, the resources, there was not a lot of money on the table. So you can get creative. If you don't have a lot of money, you can do things yourself or you can outsource them at a very low cost. And... Um, and yeah, so, so, that, so that was the Cognac Sponge. And so the Cognac Sponge, I started selling it on Amazon. And it was doing, I think, it, um, up to $3,000 per month. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the exact figures. But I think it was doing a, or maybe two or $3,000 a month. And I was shocked because yeah. I was not expecting that. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm working my ass off as a server at nighttime, you know, after school, working really late nights, trying to, you know, save money for my education, and here I am passively making, making more this. from your job than your job. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was just really that's kind of like when my mind shifted a bit. So that was one one mind shift for me. I had several along the journey. Yeah, and I've had, I've had a similar thing as well. You know, it becomes real once you get those first sales. And even though it might not be a significant amount of money, I know like that first dollar, that first sale, I remember when you had your first sale, we were at an event. Uh, it was an event actually hosted by Amazing Seller Machine because they, they put on these big events once a year for Amazon sellers to learn and be around. There's like 2,000 people that go to these events, but that like shift your belief. But when you're at the event, that's when you got your first sale. Yeah. And, and when you get that, it becomes real. You're like, wow, someone somewhere in the world, I didn't know who they are, I didn't have to call them on the phone. I didn't have to try to sell them. They found your product. They found my product. And they decided to buy it. And I received money into my bank account. You received money, and there was an ex exchange. It was passive. Yeah. And that's when it starts to become real, when you really realize, wow, all I got to do now is scale it up. How can I get more sales? How can I improve the product? How can I improve the conversions and just blow up from there? Mm -hmm. And by the way, guys, how do you get more sales? You add more value to people. That's what commerce is. You're exchanging a product or a service for someone who sees value in it and they're willing to put down their money so that they'll buy it from you. And so, yeah, so I, I started to make this money and I was feeling, oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is a great opportunity. And um, at that point, I was like, kind of like, hmm, maybe I should focus more time on this business than on the job. And um, so after I was doing around two or $3,000 a month, then I started focusing on my next product. Um, I think because like, my sales went down a bit or yep. something, something. It's a little like bit that. hard to compete with that product because it's really hard to differentiate from it. Yeah. It was a product you were selling for like $10, yeah. right? And it, you can't really sell it for like $15, $20. So there's some limitations yeah. to that product, but it's still a great learning experience. So, so that's, a, that's a good point because I, I got that product initially because I was paying 10 cents a unit at the manufacturer to, to manufacture it. That's why my initial inventory was only $300, you know. 
Nowadays, you know, if you're finding a product that you want to sell on Amazon for $20, $30, $40, you're not going to be paying $0.10 cents a unit for it. You're going to pay, be paying, you know, $5, $7, $10, $14 a unit. And so your initial inventory will cost a lot more. And so I realized that with that product that, yes, I, it, I invested less initially in the business, but also the profit margins won't be so great and I can only you know, charge maximum $14 for the product. And, um, and yeah, it was just, uh, it was hard to differentiate myself with that product. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had the, the money to start the waste training business at that point no. because it's just way more expensive to get yes. into that business. So this was like a perfect product for her to start with and, and just kind of get your feet, feet wet and learn the process and make some money along the way and make it real before you, once you learn that it helped you so much more for your second product and now the yeah. waste training business. Oh yeah, for sure. And because with myself I never took out any loans or borrowed money in any way, that $300 that I initially invested, I reinvested all the profits back into the business and I did that every 2 weeks. Every time I got paid out, I'd reinvest, reinvest, reinvest. And I, ne- I didn't pay myself for a long period of time. And that $300 is now what's providing me that 115 you know, around $1,000 per month in sales. So it really does go a long way if you stay committed and you dedicate yourself to the process. Yeah. Before we go into the second product and the third product, um, I know a lot of people might be thinking, well, you know, how did you manage the time? Because I know people watching this right now, they might be in a similar situation. You might be, for example, right now going to school, you've got a part-time job, maybe you're, going, you're working full-time, right? you've got other obligations, you, know, for, you were starting a relationship around that time as well. So you're yeah. incredibly busy, but you still manage to find the time to do it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I just don't believe in excuses. And I believe that, yes, your reasons are legitimate. And yes, we're all really busy people. And we all have 24 hours in a day. And then I look at some people like Oprah or, you know, Barack Obama or people who have so much on their plate and they have the same 24 hours in a day. So I do believe that it comes down to time management and prioritizing certain things. And yeah, there there wasn't much balance in my life at that point, I will admit it. Like I was in that work mode and there was times where even, you know, we didn't see each other that often, once a week. And, and I remember you were like saying, oh, let's spend more time together. And I was just so focused on this and it was really exciting for me. And so I realize now that there are stages in your life where maybe you have have it, you know, all figured out. You've got perfect balance, perfect harmony. Um, you know, you've got your morning ritual, your night ritual, and it's really, it feels great. But then there's times in your life where you have that motivation, where you have that drive, and you've got to use it when you have it. And that's when maybe there isn't as much balance. And for me at that time, there wasn't. I worked my ass off, and I was perfectly okay with it because I knew that it would pay off for me. And so I was still in school, still working, and then whenever I had free time, I would work on this business. And that might have been late nights or early mornings. I didn't really hang out with friends much at all during this time. And, yeah, so just prioritizing. Yeah, and you, you know, you're 20, 21 years old at the time. And a lot of people when they're that age, you know, they want to party and they want to have fun. And, you know, they're not really focused on their future in the way that you are. And that's one thing I just love and respect about you so much is how committed you are to your future. And that's – I'm the same way myself. You know, I believe that we got to invest the time that we have – for tomorrow, you know, we're gonna enjoy the process along the way, of course. But you are willing to delay gratification. Like a lot of people, they want the instant gratification. They want to get rich quick, or they just want the short-term pleasures. But you're willing to delay that because you believed in the future of this. And when you're young, that's the best time to do it, right? When you're young, you have all this time ahead of you to, and if you invest it wisely, 
you can set yourself up for the rest of your life. I mean, now today, you're a millionaire, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you're 24 years That's old, you're so turning 25 years old, and you know, it might not feel real and stuff like that, but it's the reality of it. But it's an amazing thing what you can accomplish when you're willing to sacrifice in the short term, right? Not forever, it's a temporary sacrifice, but the long term, you set up your entire life. Who you've become today is incredible. I'm so proud of you for that. And you've changed so many people's lives as well. So, you know, I just want to kind of share that with you guys, how hard she works and what she's invested to learn, to grow the time you've put in, you know, even the money as well. You know, you didn't have any money, but you still found the way. Do you want to share a little bit about that as well? Just working as a server and saving your tips. I do want to make a point, though, with the delayed uh, gratification, that is very true. And I totally believe in the long-term gains instead of uh, benefiting from the short-term gains. But one thing I want to point out is that I never delayed my happiness. And I think sometimes what we do is we think that when I make that much money, when I achieve this, when I'm this successful, that's when I'll be happy. And I think we have to really catch ourselves. We have to be happy in the moment today. Regardless of how much you're hustling, how hectic your life is, what problems are going in your life. You have to make and choose happiness on a daily basis, and it's a conscious act. It's something that we have to practice on a day-to-day basis. And when you do that, you know, making these sacrifices doesn't seem so hard because you're grateful and you feel that, you know what, you're, you're blessed. You know, the fact that you're alive today, you're blessed. And to be watching a video on YouTube or on your phone, you know, you're probably better off than a, lo- a big percentage of the world. So I just wanted to point that out. But um, in terms of the money, yeah, I mean, um, you know, and I you think- started on your iPad, yeah. right? So she didn't even start with a computer on her iPad, which yeah. you, there's only so much you can do with an iPad, but you got to a point, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then the first computer I got, the first laptop I got, he sold his old one yeah. to me. Yeah. That was my first laptop. Yeah. And I didn't, I made her buy it because I, yeah. I believe in earning things as well, not just having things given to you as well. So I had you, I said, well, I can get a new one and you can buy it from me. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you never let me take out the easy way, but I appreciate that because I've learned and I've grown it's, it's a about, lot. It's about you know, what you become uh, yeah. at the end of the day. It's not what you get, it's who you become in the journey. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people say, you know, I just don't have the money to get started. And, um, you know, this, there are so many ways that you can make money online. So if your, your mission is to build an online business so that you can have that financial freedom, you know, there are so many different ways of doing that. It doesn't have to be this way. But for myself, I chose this path, and you just have to kind of get resourceful. And so I cut out things like I never got my nails done, I never went and did shopping sprees, like I wore the same clothes for many years, and um, you know, didn't you know? After work, I was working at a restaurant, and all the girls would always go after work and sit by the bar and have drinks and food. And I was like, wait a minute, you just made. in tips, and you're going to spend that now at the end of your shift in the restaurant that you're working at? Every night, every night they would do that. I never did it. And I didn't have that many friends because of that. I was like, it's not, that doesn't make sense to me. So anyway, so yeah, there's just, I've always been really uh, resourceful with money, I think, and just really been good at saving, and having that money management is definitely a skill. So if you know that you're someone who, as soon as you have a paycheck, it disappears, that's not okay. So I want you to like really, I want to emphasize that because I know like I have best friends where it's at this day, they're my age. As soon as they get a paycheck, it's gone within two weeks. And, you know, that should not be the case. And so it's coming, you know, realizing, okay, how can I master my finances? Because if you don't master your finances now when you, you're broke, yeah. you're not going to master them. Yeah, for already right now, you have bad spending habits, you don't manage your money. 
just starting a business is not going to be the solution for that. You got to first be responsible with your money first. Otherwise, the more money you make and you have come in, you're just going to spend it, you're going to waste it, you're going to lose it, you're going to blow it. So you got to make sure that you get down the basic fundamentals of money, and that's such an important thing. But do you want to go now into their next product that you launched? Yes. So the next product I launched was this 3D fiber mascara. And so when I was um, creating this product, I um, at the time I was not looking at really building a brand and building something that I could grow. I was just looking at different products that I could sell that were like trending on Amazon, that were you know trending in the marketplace and that were hot. And now my mentality is different. So now I believe that building a brand is key and it's much more sustainable. And so if you're new to this, I do recommend to go in with the the thought of, okay, how can I, how will this business look long-term? Now, it might not necessarily for your first product, because you could do what I did, you know, test the ropes, learn it, you know, go through a course and learn from your mistakes with your first product, but at least for your second product, you know, think long-term. And so I didn't do that. So I, I did a 3D fiber mascara because it was like super popular and I enjoyed the product, I used the product, um, people loved the product, but it's not something that worked for everyone. Some people loved looks, some people didn't. And I also realized that any beauty products, like topical products, things that go in your eyes, things that go on your skin, because remember your skin is the largest organ, so anything that goes on your skin gets put into through your pores and into your bloodstream. Um, those things have liability risks. And so I was sourcing this product from China, and distributing it in the USA. And so, of course, like I had to make sure that the ingredients were safe and all that, but there are still liability risks and someone could sue me if something happened. And so I just didn't want to have that type of responsibility at this stage of still being very new. And you know what, guys? Like, If you're looking at starting in the beauty category now, that's something to also keep in mind because Amazon restricts a lot of um, products in the topicals category. So if you're thinking of like a skincare product or a mascara or a lip gloss or whatever it is, really be wary about that and, and do your research because you might pay all this money to source your product to have it arrive at Amazon and they're like, nope, you have to pay $3,000 to get ungated. You have to provide this certificate and this certificate and it becomes yeah. complicating. Yeah. And often when you're first starting off, I think that's why it's so important to go through a course because when you're first starting off, it's, it's kind of hard to know what you should do. Yes. Like, what, you know, what kind of product do I look for? What's the criteria? And sometimes, you know, because you're making an investment, there's some risk. Some of that risk is that, you know, as you just said, you know, if you didn't go through a course and know some of those things or, you know, you don't know if there's enough demand or a market or how you're going to differentiate the weight of the product, the size of the product, whether it's a, like all these logistics involved with it. But I see a lot of people make mistakes, Right, and they get into trouble because of that. Is they're trying to just kind of figure things out on their own instead of getting the right help along the way. And I think that was such an important thing for you yes. with that. And especially when it comes to ordering large amounts of inventory. And I think that's also why it was good for you to start with a an easier and simpler product. And once you've kind of learned the process, you're able to go and venture into mascara and other products and kind of break some of the rules because you already had the experience. Yes, exactly, and that's invaluable.
Um, speaking of which, you know, I just received a message. I get these all the time from people who they get excited about this business model. And so they start it and they try and pull as much information as they can from YouTube and from Google. And so they start the business based on pieces of information, but they never have the full pie. And it's often conflicting of pieces of information yeah, too, right? Because there's all these different sources. Yeah. And so these, they message me and they're in desperate positions now. They, I've invested this. I've lost this money. What do we do? And this is where you don't want to be. So that's why we we both advocate advocate to uh, start this business with a good foundation, and like just like you would go to school to you know learn something and have your education, um, you need to invest in a training program like this too, because this is a real business, and you want to have that solid foundation, and that's why it is essential to take a course. And I can say with certainty. You know, maybe I would have had a different business, but I would not have um, been where I'm at with this business if it wasn't for the course that I took. And it's the Amazing Selling Machine because it was so in-depth, so step-by-step comprehensive that I didn't have to think about, okay, all these different things and, and getting very confused and thinking so far in advance and like, okay, when do I have to do this? When do I have to do that? Am I missing any information? No, I just did what it told me to do in each module. So every week there was a new module. I just did what it told me to do. I didn't have to think about other things too much. And, you know, that's how I learned. Yeah. And you didn't have to go through the failures and the trial of error that a lot of people go through, right? Because the reason why you invest in a course is you got to understand the fastest and the best way to get to where you want to go is to model other people that are already there, right? They've already been through the failures. They've already made the mistakes so that you don't have to, right? So why reinvent the wheel? Why make all the mistakes and go through the frustrations? And what happens for a lot of people is when they try to do that, like if I, if you try to do this without a course, if I try to do it without a course and I would have failed or been more likely to fail or make mistakes, the pain of that, the frustration, you're not going to keep going. You're going to get so frustrated, you're going to like, this isn't working. And so you're going to give up, you're going to lose your money, you've wasted your time, you're going to go into something else, and you're going to then go and say, oh, it doesn't work, right? And so you want to avoid those failures. You know, there's OP, uh, OPM, other people's money, there's OPE, other people's experience. You want to leverage that as much as you possibly can, because that shortens the learning curve, right? It might have taken someone 10 years to learn and discover this process that will take you 10 years to figure it out on your own, or you can buy that person's experience, the training, the resources, and cut down those 10 years to one year, right? It's about working smarter, too, and that's what your money can allow you to do. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that. But just because you take a training course doesn't mean yeah. you're not going to make any failures. Yeah. I've made a short many learning mistakes. Curve, but you can still. Yeah. Yes, I made many mistakes. Um, I've failed many times. But remember, there's no such thing as failure, only lessons learned. And so when you have that positive mindset that's actually going to serve you instead of hold you back, Uh, it's not limiting anymore. And so every time that I fail or every time there's a mistake, even now with my business, you know, whenever someone on my team messes up or makes a mistake or I do, I see it, you know what, this isn't something to get mad about. This isn't something to be upset about. This is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to grow. Maybe there's a system that I don't have in place that I need. Maybe there's an SOP I can work on. Um, So you just have to see, you know, okay, how can this serve me? 
Okay, so let's share a little bit about the, the success with that mascara, and then why did you, what kind of, what was the challenge with that, and why did you transition to the next product? Yeah, so with the mascara, the challenge was that, again, I didn't want to have these liability risks. I remember at one point it got held at the border for an extended period of time, I think about a month, and I was out of stock on Amazon. And if you're out of stock on Amazon, Amazon does not like that, because if people are going to your listing and they can't buy anything, I think Amazon kind of um, suppresses your listing it pushes us yeah. down and it, you start to lose your rank. And so that kind of um, saddened me. And it, it made me feel like, oh no, I've worked so hard and my listing's all the way back here again. And um, and it was tough because, yeah, you weren't on the same position as you were before. And when your inventory yes. came back in, it wasn't rolling I in I never really recovered from that, to be honest. And so at that period of time, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take a break from Amazon a little bit. And so I just kind of left my, you know, let it passively recur sales. And I just stopped, I think, for like a month and just had to try to clear my mind a bit and figure out what I really want and what my vision is and what am I working towards. Instead of just like slapping products here on Amazon, what is the vision I have for my business and for my life ultimately? And so one day I just, um, with the mascara product, I think I was making around $5,000 a month with it. So I was super happy about that. Um, but yeah, so then um, one day I was thinking about, um, you know, stepping back from the perspective of being the one who's sourcing the product and trying to find a product and putting myself in the shoes of the consumer. And so I thought to myself, okay, I'm a consumer on Amazon. What do I buy on Amazon? And I never really shopped much on Amazon, to be honest, because we're Canadians, and so Amazon.ca isn't as big as Amazon.com. Um, but I had purchased many waist trainers before. And so I had purchased many of them because I would buy a waist trainer. I did like the results I was getting, but then they would break down. They weren't high quality. And so I had purchased many of them. And then I thought, what the heck? Like, this is my opportunity. This is, I know how to source a product with all my experience now through the Amazing Sign Machine course, through the Cognac Sponge, through the mascara. Now I know the process. I've learned the ropes. I understand how this works. So now I can take a bigger leap with this product because it was obviously a more high-end product for the quality that I wanted to achieve. And, um, and so I thought, okay, let me try it out. And I knew also that this was a product that would do really well for me because I had results from it. Like I had been purchasing them on, on oh, Amazon. Did. Yeah. And I saw great results myself. So I knew the power of this product. And through that, I also knew I could market it. Because to be an effective marketer, you have to love your product so much that you have 100% pure intentions when you're selling it to someone. You believe that by selling it to someone, you're doing them a service, and that if you don't sell it to them, you're doing them a disservice. And I believed that. And so, um, uh, yeah, so then I started looking for manufacturers again, going through the whole process, and eventually, uh, you know, started to launch one color and a few different sizes on Amazon because, you know, you needed a few different sizes. Only one color. It was hot pink. Not even the most attractive color, but for me, pink was a big deal back then. And, um, and yeah, and it was a more expensive product. So um, rather than, you know, the 10 cents, which I initially invested in my uh, product, it was, it was a lot more. It was maybe like, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 15 dollars per unit at the time um, and, and so selling it for uh, I was selling it for 28.99 
That's when I first started on Amazon, yes. And so I didn't have a brand at the time, right? So I was brand new. So I just kind of did what the course told me to do, put it on Amazon, get reviews, uh, start to rank it. And pretty soon I started getting organic sales and people started buying my products and sharing their pictures on the Amazon reviews, like before and after pictures. And I started getting more excited, more motivated. I said, wow, it not just worked for me, it worked for them too. And so I had passion, right? And I think that's important, guys. I, I don't think it's necessary you can be successful with this business without passion. But if you have passion, imagine how much more enjoyable this will be. Yeah. You're going to spend so many hours in your day doing this business. Why not love it? And I think we both understand this because we are we work so much. Let's admit it. We work a lot, but it's because we love what we do. Yeah, we don't have to, but it's we get so much passion and for us, it's our purpose in life. It's our mission doing what we do. And it's fun. You know, I, I don't know what else would I, yeah. I really want to do besides, besides this. Because when, especially when you're building something that's your own, you know, oftentimes when you have a job, you don't have that passion because you're building someone else's dream instead of your own dream. And so when it's your own baby and you love it and you want to grow it and you see the potential of it and the customers, you love the customers and you see the impact it's having in their life and you get this amazing positivity. It's this addictive cycle that you get into um, and it becomes fun, and we're able to travel at the same time too. So we're traveling all over the world. We're Southeast Asia, yeah. and all these great things while we're building our business. And so that also makes it a lot more fun too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, one thing I do want to mention is just kind of like a side note that um, if you guys don't know the Tony Robbins six human needs, so if you meet any three of those needs at high levels on a consistent basis, you will become addicted to that. And so that's like with relationships, with your job. You know, if you hate your job right now, it's because it's not meeting your needs on high levels. And for myself, when I look at my business now, my business needs meets almost all of my needs. I get variety, I get certainty, I get a lot of love, I get significance, I get contribution, and I grow from it. I grow so much, and I love that feeling. So it's no wonder that we're so willing to, yeah. to work that. One thing I forgot to mention, though, is that I quit my job. So I quit my job when I was doing the 3D fiber mascara. I remember at that time I was working at a bank, and um, I remember uh, just kind of the people that I was working with, they knew about this product, and they didn't think very much of this business that I was doing. And so I said, um, you know, I'm going to start going full-time with this business. But the reason I actually quit was because we wanted to go on a four-month trip. So I wasn't able to take that time off from work. And then I realized, you know what? If I want to live this type of traveling, nomadic lifestyle, I, I need to go full out and, um, and work, create this business. And so obviously the more time that you can put into this business, the more you get out of it. And that's the beauty of it. Because with my work at the bank, you know, the more time I put in, I was making a fixed amount every hour. And maybe every year I would get a little raise. But with this business, the more you put in, the more you get out. So right now, I know if I want to make an extra ten, twenty thousand dollars a month, I know exactly what I need to do. It's not a matter of not knowing what to do or not being able to make the money. It's a matter of will. And so for me now, I just decide, hey, do I want more life balance and want to enjoy my weekends and my evenings more? Or do I want to make more money? And for me, I believe in having that balance throughout the journey. And so, yeah, so it's really just having that opportunity to choose is, is so amazing. Yeah. 
you mind sharing with people? Do you want to show them the products? And actually, you are amazing at design as well. And that's an important key is designing the packaging. And uh, you do want to share a little bit of the process yeah. you put into that? Okay, so this is what one of our products look like. Um, I do want to mention, though, because sometimes um, people... We want to be perfect right off the bat. And so what happens is this is one of the main things when I do coaching for people. This is one of the main things that holds people back is perfectionism. And perfectionism is the lowest human standard because you and I both know that there's no such thing as perfect. What is perfect? It is totally, you know... It's unattainable. It's unattainable. And so when we're trying to reach perfectionism, what we're just doing is we're stalling. And so what we have to do is, is just realize that, okay, this I put in my all, I put in my effort, I did my best, and that's good enough. And so I think that's what helped me to scale faster is because I wasn't holding on to every little detail, and I knew that I could always go back and edit things. And so with your Amazon listing, like you can... You can always go back and edit things with your packaging. Your like, product. You're always improving your product. Every month. Every time I order my product, every month, I tell my supplier, let's change this. Let's tweak this. Let's do this. It's a constant, never-ending improvement. Kaizen. That's what the word means. Constant and never-ending improvement. So with my product, um, the initial packaging did not look like this. It was just standard packaging straight from the supplier. I didn't pay for the packaging. They just gave it to me. Because when you source a product um, online, they'll usually have standard packaging. It's not the nicest, but it's free. <laughs> so that's what I had for all my products, just boring packaging. And with time, as I started to make more money and was able to see the balance growing in my bank account, instead of just reinvesting products, this balance started to grow every month of savings. Then I had more money to put into the details like the packaging. And it didn't really matter as much at the beginning too because they're not going to a retail store and yes. buying it based on the packaging. They're seeing it on Amazon and the Amazon listing, the graphics and all that, that's the most important thing. The yes. packaging is once they receive the product, which is important, but more later on once you're selling the product. If you're not selling the product, get some sales first with whatever packaging, yes. and then you can make your packaging better. Absolutely. That's, that's so on point. And um, yeah, so don't obsess over having perfect packaging because right now I, I put a lot of effort into it because I have a brand. And so for my brand, I want my customers to have a great experience and to feel like this is a luxury product. So I want them to receive it and feel excited and you know also share it online, social media. It is a marketing technique as well. Um, so this was the... Um, you know, after I reinvested some money, this is what the packaging looked like. I got this designed on Fiverr.com for like twenty-five dollars, <laughs> and um, and 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 uh, I'll show you what the product looks like. Let's hold the package. <clears throat> it's still not even that great packaging. You know, I could have boxes, but then my shipping would be more expensive. So this is one of our products, and so like for example, we're, we're just always improving the products. But I want to show you guys, you know, oftentimes people ask me, well, how do you design stuff? How do you make the packaging and the designs? You don't need any special kind of Photoshop program. You don't need any skills. You just need a paper and a pen. And so when I made this initially, I just had a paper and a pencil, and I just drew it out, and I told them, this is what I want it to look like. Use your own creativity and your skills. You know, what was the, the thing that, the quote that you told me today? When you hire someone who is... Is that the leadership one? Yes. Like when you're hiring someone oh. who has talent, you don't want to tell them what to do. Right. You want to hire people that are smart that they tell you what to do rather than the other way around. Yeah. So, yeah. so my, Steve Jobs. 
Yeah, so my skill is not design. My skill is not Photoshop. It's not that. So I realized that if I'm hiring someone, they're going to know more about how to do this than I will. And so um, now, you know, for example, I'm, we're redoing this packaging, so I just draw on it. I say, I want this logo here. I want this text here, this. And then you just send it to a designer, and then they do that for you. It's really not that complicating. And then same thing with these ones here, you know, all the text that we want. So just got to, it's very basic. Yeah. Awesome. So this was now your third product. You started with one with a few different sizes. And then how did you grow, you know, how did you grow it? I know there's a number of things you've done. You first were just selling on Amazon still at this point. Um, do you want to, there's different directions we can go. You've eventually transitioned to Shopify. You built a community. You've done a lot of content marketing. You want to share some of the strategies, things that you've done to build it throughout the years to where it is now? Yeah. So I will emphasize that um, I think that my business would not be where it's at if it wasn't for YouTube. Now, I don't want to scare you into thinking that you have to do what I did on YouTube and put your face behind the camera because you absolutely don't. But for my business, that's what really helped with the marketing. You know, that's what got me out there. That's how people found me and still find me today is through the Lux Curves YouTube channel. Whenever someone searches waist training, we have basically all our videos show up. And it was so, so powerful for me and continues to be today. Now, it might not be YouTube for you. It might be a different social media source, but you have to be on social media. And if, even if you despise social media, because I totally understand that too, it can be a uh, black hole. And, um, but you have to realize how valuable this is for business these days and learn where is your demographic? You know, are you targeting people 18 to 25 years old, 35 to 50 years old, you know, 65 plus? Where are they? Are they on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube? Find out where they are and pick one platform and master that platform. So you don't have to get overwhelmed thinking you have to do all of them. Just pick one at a time and master that. And so for me, it was YouTube, and then I ventured off into a Facebook community. Um, so uh, do you want me to elaborate more on YouTube? Yeah, and I think that's an important point, too, is that you are at the end of the day, going to be the best salesperson for your product. I think a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to create this product and I'm going to put it out there and Amazon's going to do everything for me, right? If I build it, then they will come. And that's not how it works, right? You've got to market your product. You've got to sell it. And you can't expect anyone else to do it but you, right? Amazon is only going to give you the advantage and the benefits of ranking you and all that, either if you spend money for Amazon ads or if you prove that it's a great product by generating sales. The more sales you generate for your product on Amazon, Amazon's going to love you because they're making money, right? They take a cut from that, and they're going to rank your product higher. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be the one that's selling it and get behind the product, right? Whether that is on YouTube or Instagram or creating a blog or finding influencers, whatever it is. But understand, there's work to it. Like, there's work, there's... You know, there's investing time, energy, money to, to get your product off the ground, and, and that's exactly what you've yeah. done. Yeah, and so you do not have to be the face behind your brand, but if you're not going to, I would encourage you to do some influencer marketing. Find a brand ambassador. Find someone who can represent your brand because... You know, back in the day, people didn't really care for that person-to-person um, -person connection when they're doing commerce. Um, it was more like they wanted a big business to be selling them stuff. Nowadays, they want to know who is the person behind the company. And so developing those personal relationships, like when you look at um, certain YouTube channels, 
you know, they're a business, but they have someone as the host who is the face behind their brand and uh, speaking in their tonality. And so it's it's easy to do that. You just, you know, search people, you know, and it's so, and so valuable. there's plenty of influencers out there that have your customers, right? They have, as they're following, your potential demographic. And if you send them the product for free, a lot of them, depending on how big they are, will promote it and share it and get behind the product. Mm-hmm. Others, you might have to pay them, right? And you pay them to be an ambassador for the product because they have a lot more followers. But they have the audience, right, that you don't have to build yourself. If they have it, you can collaborate with them, and that's one way you can get, you know, yeah. launch your product. Yeah. And if you look at brands like Zaffle, for example, ladies, you'll know what this is. You know, they're, they don't have good quality products. They, they tried to collaborate with me, and they sent me all these bathing suits, and they sucked, and I didn't do the collaboration because it just wasn't good quality. But you know what? They're huge. They're huge. And the reason why they're huge is because when you search in Zaffle on YouTube, you've got hundreds, if not thousands of people reviewing their products. So they give products to these people to review, and so they build up their um, social proof through that. So you really got to think of it as like this is one major thing to focus on. I just hired an uh, influencer outreach person to just all they do is reach out to influencers. Yeah. Do you want to share just the importance of the community that you built as yes. well? Yeah, so again, nowadays community is so, so important. Um, this was emphasized, you know, over the last three years, I've been hearing this come up over and over and over again. And um, one way you can do that is through a Facebook group. And so I started this Facebook group early on because, you know, for me, I initially started it because I wanted to follow up with my clients. Um, because you know, I wanted to know, is my product working? You know, what, how can I improve the product? Did you have success with the product or did you hate it? I want to know your experience. And oftentimes on Amazon, you just don't get that follow-up because remember on Amazon, it's Amazon's customers, not necessarily your customers. And so you don't really have their contact information outside of the Amazon platform. And so I started this Facebook group and, you know, it's a private group. So women feel comfortable to share photos and and share results. And it started to grow and grow. And it was so valuable for me and for them because, you know what, just like you are starting your online business and you might not have a lot of friends and family that support you, you would love to probably join a mastermind of like-minded people, right? Same thing with waist training. Not a lot of people understand this. A lot of people think it's so dangerous and bad for you. And there's like a lot of haters. And so these women found this community as a valuable place to ask questions, get tips, get motivation, and be around like-minded people. And so it grew pretty fast. And for me, it was extremely valuable because uh, in that group, I was able to ask them questions directly. These are my customers. These are people who have personal Purchase my product. That is so valuable for me because now, whenever I'm sourcing a new product, I don't just guess. I don't just blindly say, okay, this color is what I like, so everyone else will like it. This pattern is what I like, so everyone else will like it. I ask them. Sometimes I I present a pattern that I think is awesome, and I get them to vote on it by doing a poll in the group, and they hate it. (laughs) And so that's so good for me because now I didn't have to waste tens of thousands of dollars on this product. And so, 
it's also a place to build that community, build that tribe. And so in our community, we call everyone our Lux dolls. So they feel like they're part of a family. It's a place to really um, connect with people. And we do like monthly doll of the month, where every month the doll who's been the most helpful, most supportive and kind to their peers uh, is rewarded and, and gets free stuff. And um, so yeah, it's just growing and growing now. It's at 10,000 women. And it's, it's been invaluable for me. So, you know, it's, and that's the power of building a brand as well, right? You're not just selling a product. You're, you have a, you've created a movement. You've created an identity. You've created uh, something that people are excited about and they're behind. And, you know, by building that community and also providing the content marketing, what you've done is you've been able to attract people educate them on waste trading, provide valuable information from them, and every time they watch the video, they're building a relationship with you. And like, wow, this is great. This is really useful. I, you know, I love, and they connect with you, the, the, you know, who you are and your story, and also the people you share with them. And then they're a part of a community, so they're connecting with other people as well. They feel like they're a part of a group. They're growing. They, they can share their journey, their milestones, their wins, successes. And a lot of other people in their life might not understand. And so they're part of this Lux Curves community. Um, and by building a brand in this way, you've been able to build something where people come to you, right? You don't have to always go out there and get people, right? That's one negative thing when you don't build a brand. A lot of people, they have to always hustle to get customers. The customers come to you. And then also, you don't really have to, you've built trust with the brand. And so every time you launch new products, like people line up to buy it, they're excited for it. Um, but also, you can charge more money. Right? You don't have to compete with every other listing on Amazon because always people think, oh, it's too competitive or saturated. Well, if you build a brand, you don't have to worry about that right? because people, they're willing to pay more money for her products than any other product because of the brand. Mm-hmm. right? And that's the power of it. Now you're, some of your products are $60, $70. Yeah. Right? And I remember times for you, you know, when you would actually go out of stock yeah. and she wouldn't have products available, but her customers, because they're such raving fan customers, they would not buy from anyone else, even though it was cheaper. They'd only want to buy from her. So they would wait for the product to be back in stock. And that's the end game. And we can transition into also transitioning to Shopify and what you've done there as well. But you know, that's, I think that's a very important mindset because I always see people say, oh, it's competitive and stuff like that. But that's only because they're trying to just compete on Amazon and they're not doing external marketing outside of Amazon and building the brand. The ultimate competitive advantage is by building a brand. So true, yes. So when you are trying to, you're private labeling a product and you want to launch it on Amazon, you're trying to find ways to differentiate yourself, uh, just slightly tweaking your product, right? Or if you don't have any competitive advantage, you decrease your price because that's your only competitive advantage. Because like, guess what? There's going to always be products that have way more reviews than you when you're, for, when you're new. So your ultimate competitive advantage is building that brand. And for me, remember, like, it's all about adding value to people and having those high-quality products. And so people don't just line up for my product because it's the best quality because I'm sure, I'm not naive to think that mine's the best quality. I'm sure there are other products out there that are the same quality or better than mine, but it's because they trust me. It's because I have that relationship. They trust the brand. We've already added so much value to them. They've helped them with their health and their fitness and given them you know, advice that has impacted impacted their lives that now they're they're waiting to buy this product. Yeah. So let's talk about the transition to Shopify. Why did you make that transition? And for, you know, we always recommend starting on Amazon at first because you get that platform when you drive sales to it, 
you rank and you get Amazon's organic traffic and sales and Amazon ads. But do you mind just kind of sharing that process for people? Yeah. Yeah, so Amazon is a fantastic place to start. It's a huge blessing for us because they allow sellers like you and me, ordinary people, to, to sell on their platform. And they've got millions of customers and people who have the one-click buy-now setting, have their credit cards input there. And it's so Amazon easy for Prime us. Yeah, it's, it's very easy for us to, to, to become an Amazon seller. So it's amazing. And I actually recommend to not start on Shopify. I recommend to start on Amazon because, again, you have access to their customers. Customer base, and when you're having a new product on Amazon, Amazon will boost your product. It will help you. It will try and help your product reach more people because it wants to see what the potential is of your product. If your product is um, having access to all these people and your product does not convert well, I mean you're not getting sales, your listing's not converting. Amazon will uh, rank you lower. Yeah. So and that's an important point, though, is when you first launch the product on Amazon, you do get a bit of a boost because they want you to succeed as a new seller. Mm -hmm. Because they know that if you don't get some sort of early success, you're gonna get discouraged and give up and you're not gonna continue using Amazon. So Amazon, in their best interest, they want you to succeed. But if your product doesn't sell out of the gate, then they're gonna, you know, they're gonna say, oh, well, you're not, there's gonna be another product they're gonna put there instead that is gonna be selling. So you do get that early advantage on Amazon too. And, and that's why it is crucial to act on that. Yeah. So when your product is gonna be released that week, you know, can't close out your schedule, you know, take time off work, like this is your awesome. time. And not, not even just when it launches, the pre-launch. So before your product even arrives, there's all these things that you could be doing. So often people forget that. And they forget that, wait, you could be reaching out to influencers, you could be creating social media, you could have a blog, you could be driving traffic to a landing page, collecting emails. Like there's so much that you could do before your product even launches. So on the launch date, instantaneously you get those sales. And I've got strategies for that. I'm sure you have strategies. There are a million and one ways to do that. But you shouldn't have your product launch on Amazon and just wait for people to buy your product. You need to be strategic about it. And then also Amazon's advantage is that they have the pay-per-click advertising. So you can pay for certain keywords and boost yourself on the Amazon page. So if you're just launching, you might be on the 17th page. And if you're like any normal person, you're probably not going to scroll through 17 pages to find the one product you're looking for. But if you pay for pay-per-click advertising, your product gets boosted to the first page, a sidebar, somewhere where the customer can see it, and you can get more sales that way. So those are advantage advantages, like huge. Yeah. Um, the, and on Shopify, you just don't get that. On Shopify, I feel like you have to hustle to bring people to your uh, website um, because you're not getting that, you know, that boost. Now, the problem with Amazon... Um, it's just that, you know, they're growing so fast, and I just don't think that they're that organized. I've had many, many times where my inventory's gotten mixed up, my inventory's gotten lost, um, you know, they send a product that's actually not my product, or someone returns a product, and, you know, they get a refund, and then I find out it's not actually my product, someone returned a product that was something else. You know, so there's just so many things like that, and um, it's it's not easy to reach Amazon. When you're, as a seller, as a customer, it's great. But as a seller, you can be hours on the phone, hours on the phone to try and resolve one simple thing. And I had so many, so many times crying, like 
saying, this is done, I'm done with this, I'm over it, you know, I'd rather, you know, live a different life, it's okay. And um, just feeling really disheartened and devastated because it was just so stressful for me. Um, especially with my products. This might not be the case for you, and it's probably not the case for most people, but with my products, because so skews and sizing. 10 different sizes, all these different colors, you know, so it, it is complicating. Um, so at that point, I was making around $50,000 per month on Amazon in sales. And, and you, you first actually did WooCommerce before Shopify, right? So at that point, I decided, okay, I'm going to start moving people to my website in attempt to have more control. So more quality control, meaning that I have my own return policy. People can't just return the waist trainer because they don't want it. Because another problem with this product is that if someone buys it on Amazon and they decide they don't like it anymore, they return it, that product goes to waste. I can't resell it again, even if it's in perfect condition because now it's considered used. So when you have a high-end product, that adds up, right? So I really liked the idea of selling on my own website. And I was able to move my customers there because I built a brand and because I built a social media following. So all I had to do is go on YouTube and be like, hey guys, just so you know, if you want to buy our products, they're no longer available on Amazon. They were available, but the majority of them, you have to go to our website and there's more products available there for you. But if I didn't build a brand, if I had just shot out a bunch of products over here and there in different categories, not having one brand but multiple brands, how would I be able to really share that with people? How would I be able to give that message to people? It would be much harder. You're, you're building more of an asset that Amazon owns yeah. than you own, right? Yeah. So it's more Amazon's mm-hmm. business than your own business. And then also, because Amazon, they view them as their customers. That's why they give you all these great benefits, right? They do fulfillment for you. They do you know, the shipping and all these different things for you, they give you all these great benefits, but they ultimately want to do that so that they can acquire customers and own those customers so that people keep coming back to Amazon and buy many different things because Amazon knows the value of a customer. They know that when they buy your product on Amazon, they're not just buying your product, they're filling up all these other products on their shopping cart and they're buying more. So Amazon, they don't want to give you the customer email address because they don't want you to email the customer and Say, hey, you know, buy from me instead. Buy on my website. So they limit that, and that long-term is going to limit the growth of your business and what you can do, right, to build that relationship and, and, and email them and all the things that you can do by, doing, by, by moving to Shopify. So mm-hmm, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yes, so um, I started a WooCommerce or a WordPress website, and um, it was good. I started to do sales there. But the thing with it is that I just always had issues with WooCommerce. Like, there was always issues with the website. And I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on developers to fix it. And so at one point, I just, you know what? Screw it. And, I'm going to shop. Yeah, and I, I think for most people, it's fine. But you had a very complex... Well, I had like a lot of coding. A lo- yeah, very custom, complex website like, and everything with it. I'm very picky about aesthetics. And so I want this button here and this button there. And it's not like a template. Um, so yeah, so I just had issues and I was spending too much money on developers. And at that point I had rebranded from, um, uh, anyway, not at that point. Um, so I spent a lot of money on the website, but I was like, you know what? It's worth just going to Shopify because I can see in the future, there's probably going to be some other problem. So I went to Shopify and I've been very happy ever since. Thank you, Shopify. It's been great. It's just so user-friendly. It's way easier than WordPress for me. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so now on Shopify, it's just like, how did I get to the next level from making you know $50,000 a month in sales to around $115,000 a month in sales? And so I, there are different stages of business, right? There's a stage where you're alone, you're the solopreneur, you're hustling, you're grinding, and you can get to like the, the 100,000 the 100, mark doing it by yourself, I'm sure. But I think that to get to that, you know, to that 10 million mark, you have to have a team. You have to build a team. And so, you know, for me, I think from going from 50,000 to 115,000 was um, really building out a team that can help me because, you know, there's only so many things I can do myself. You know, even recording YouTube videos, that, you know, some people do that full time. Like, that's all they do. But for us, you know, it's just like that's a small portion of our business. Like, there's so many other components to it. And so I just thought, you know, how can I scale if I have to do, you know, all these little things that I'm not really a master at myself? I need to figure out what is my queen bee role, which is something to identify. What is the one thing in your business that is essential, that without this, your business would not be where it's at today? And how are you contributing to it? And I found out that my queen bee role was content creation. I just love creating content. People enjoy my content. That's why I have subscribers. Um, and so if I focused you know, more than just two hours per month creating videos, what if I focused five hours per month, 10 hours per month? Where would my business be? And so I really thought, okay, you know what? I need to dedicate more time to that. And in order to do that, I need help. I need people who can take care of the day-to-day -day things that you know, may not be as, as complicated, maybe things that can be outsourced. And so you know, oftentimes I think building a team can sound scary and sound expensive, but it really is not the case because now you can hire freelancers. You don't have to hire someone on a full-time basis if you're just starting out. So most people who work with me are not are not on a you know nobody's on a salary you know but nobody's really full full time you know how do I say that yeah <laughs> like yeah, contractors they're, yeah they're different contractors and do you mind sharing like how your first hire and then what you use to hire yeah. people yes yeah, so my first hire was customer support because I was spending four hours a day answering emails I didn't even have phone customer support I did at one point and I quit that fast because I was crazy no life balance there. Um, so I was spending four hours a day answering emails and I thought this is crazy and this is something that anyone can do and I'm sure that someone else could do it better than me. And so I um, found someone overseas in the Philippines who's with me to this day. She's amazing. Um, and she just made my life so much easier. And so I found her on Upwork.com. This is a website that I use all my freelancers. Everyone I hire is from Upwork.com except one person. And, um, and so, and, and you know what, it's, you have to also think about the currency, the, chain, the exchange rate, right? So for them, making you know, $5 an hour is actually pretty good. And for us, you know, if I were to hire someone in my own town, I probably wouldn't be, be able to afford to have so many people because it's like, what's the average, like $18, $20 or something like that per hour? So it makes a big difference. Of course, hiring locally is ideal once you get to that point, but not everyone has all that mu that much money in the beginning. If you can build up a business to the point where you can hire locally, that's great too. So I hired that person in the Philippines for customer support. My second hire was also customer support because I realized that you know what, this is such an important factor. This is how we get those raving fans is by providing them with above average experience, giving them uh, going above and beyond. And um, so that was my second hire. My third one was social media. 
because I realized that, you know, it just takes too much time from me. You know, it's important, but it's something that I don't think my time is best spent doing this and someone else can do it better. And so I hired another beautiful girl from the Philippines who's still with me today. Everyone is still with me today. And, um, and yeah, and then my third one was, um, my third one was, oh, inventory management, because I kept going out of stock. Yeah. And I was like, why am I going out of stock? Because I had no management skills. I had no idea how to manage all of these SKUs. So I found someone on Upwork. She lives in Lebanon. She's great. And, um, and then, yeah, you just find people for different things. Yeah. Video editor is so important. Thumbnail, uh, graphics designer. I have a project manager who's from London. Um, and it's just, it's so, so amazing to have these people supporting your mission and supporting your brand. And every week we do calls together. We're all smiling. Everyone wants to be supporting this mission. We all believe in it. We know that we're not just trying to sell a product to people. We're trying to help them improve their confidence, educate them about health and wellness and build a community. And so it's very fulfilling. Yeah. You know, you've done an amazing job building your team. And one thing that I love is just how much her team loves her. Like they love and respect her so much. And they're so behind that, that mission that you have. And I think that's an essential thing is when you get people on board because they also believe in the product, they believe in the mission, and they'll do anything to help support that. I think that's a, a key thing. Um, I want to ask a few more questions. And by the way, I know you guys, I hope you guys are enjoying this far, which I hope you guys are. I'd love for you guys to hit the thumbs up button here on YouTube. And uh, we appreciate you guys' support on that. But we're going to link to some of the things that we've already mentioned thus far because uh, we want to make sure you guys get resources for this too. So Upwork.com, we'll link to that below. Uh, we'll link to Tatiana's website. We'll link to her social media, which recommend follow her on social media. She's got some amazing inspirational content. Follow me as well. We'll link all that below. Uh, but if you guys also want to learn more about how to get started on Amazon, like we'll link to the amazing selling machine, uh, different bonuses and things that you know can help if you guys want help from us to support you along the journey. But uh, I actually have a free training, a free video training that teaches you kind of how to get started, more inspirational content about selling on Amazon. So I'm going to link that below for you guys as well. But if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com forward slash FBA, FBA stands for Fulfillment by Amazon, head on over there. If you put in your name and email, I'll send you an email with some more additional stuff to help you guys get started, the training, the resources for you. How has this all changed your life? You know, like when you look back in terms of your life before to where it is now, did you ever think that you'd get to this point now, 24 years old, almost 25, how much has your life has changed and just kind of share that with people? You know, what's incredible is how the mind works. One thing I learned is, you know, we have this two million year old mind and it's not really, this brain is meant to help you survive, not necessarily to make you happy. And so we, I had lots of limiting beliefs and a lot of things that were holding me back. And I know a lot of people have fear of starting this business because I was in the same place. I had a lot of fear. But realizing that oftentimes the greatest things in life are on the other side of fear, on the other side of comfort. If we always live in our comfort zone, we're never really going to grow. And growth is a human need. And when we grow, we feel great. We feel amazing. When we go to the gym, how great do we feel, right? Yeah, we feel amazing. proud of ourselves. And, um, you know, for me, this business has changed my life in, in just so many different ways. It's provided, obviously, such financial abundance, which I never thought I would have. You know, like if I look back four years ago, 
I would have never thought that I'd be making $100,000 a month in sales. Um, I actually didn't believe people who said that they were making that much money. I thought that was, you know, not real. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't understand this business. And, you know, $100,000 a month, you know, there are people who are making $500,000 a month and a million dollars a month. We've met them. You know, and it's totally possible. And you don't need any special skills. You don't need to be, you know, a special person or super smart. Like, I'm not any wiser or smarter or more talented than you. And that's what's so cool about it. And um, so it's provided me with this financial comfort. You know, I used to always, you know, find, you know, compare the prices at the grocery store and always pick the one that was cheaper and trying to be healthy. And then, you know, there's medicines that my mom needs that or my dad, like I remember my dad going to uh, Costco to get his medicine and it was like $800 and he couldn't afford it. So he only got $300 worth. And I remember how much pain that like <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah. I just felt really bad about that because I couldn't help him. And then he died and I never was able to. Yeah, so it provides um, just being able to give back to people, being able to contribute to family and... Um, and of course, you know, you know, having this experience where we can go to like other countries and give back to really the ones who who need it the most is, is amazing, and um, and having that freedom to do what you want to do um, with your time, to be able to wake up on your own clock, to be able to, you know, if you want to take the day off, you can take the day off. If you want to work today, you can work today. If you want to, you know, spend quality time with family, you can do that. Just having that flexibility. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to do like us and travel the world and, you know, do all these things. Not everyone wants to travel, but just to be able to have the freedom of choice is, is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Now, I'd love to hear, you know, you've also gone through, you know, different challenges along the way. And I think, you know, we want you guys to know that by being transparent in this way, it's not all up, right? It's not easy, right? There's training programs and resources, and hopefully this can help you. And, you know, it helps to, to help make the process a lot easier, too. But, you know, there were challenges along the way as well. And what were some of the, the different ones that you faced? And Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, I think one of the, the initial challenges I faced was just um, not feeling the support. You know, when, I'm, when I first started dating um, Stefan, there was a little bit of resistance with my family because they didn't understand him either. <laughs> they didn't understand what he did and, and thought, you know, he's influencing me to start this business and, and t- taking me away from school. And they, you know, I come from a traditional family where, you know, school is of utter, uttermost importance. You have to get an education because, you know, my family, they're immigrants. And so when they moved to Canada, like having an education is what got, made you successful. It's what provided for you. And so I understand their, their way of thinking, but I live in a different generation and there are opportunities now that did not exist when my parents were growing up. And so I understood that no matter how much I tried to explain it, they will never understand it. And to this day, you know, they, they, you know, my mom doesn't understand really what I do, but she is supportive now. And so what I had to do is because 
you know, I was living at home on a daily basis. I felt like I was getting this daily dose of negativity of just, you know, why are you doing this? What are you doing? And I knew it was holding me back because whatever someone tells to you, you know, you can try your best to put up a wall and, and try and ignore it and do that. But it does get registered on a subconscious level when it's consistent on a daily basis. And so I knew that it was holding me back. And so I realized that, you know, sometimes you have to love at a distance. And so I couldn't really afford to move out at that time. And uh, I remember that it's just so important for me, not because I wanted to leave my family or not because I really cared to have my own apartment, but because I knew that if I moved out, I would have this 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 piece to be able to work on my business without anyone telling me that this is not smart or this isn't going to work or having any type of negativity. Just to have this space to come up with my own thoughts and come up with my own decisions and have, and, and so, so that's, that's what I did. And so didn't really, even, you know, friends also, like nobody really understood it. Like I just realized, you know what, I'm excited. I want to share this with people, but they don't really necessarily appreciate me sharing this with them, so I'm just not going to talk about it. And so for many years, I never talked about what I was doing, and so I did it in silence. And, um, you know, obviously with YouTube now, everyone sees everything I'm doing, um, which is very different, but that's, that's kind of how it works. So in the beginning, it was just the challenges with people not being like-minded and not being supportive. And I think a lot of us have that because... Not many of us live in a community of um, entrepreneurs, you know? So, yeah, so that was one. So what advice would you give to someone like that, that maybe, you know, they, I, I had the same thing, too, when I first started my business. Everybody thought, you know, I was crazy or, you know, they were making fun of me for it. They didn't think it was real and they didn't get my support. Funny enough, once you have success, results don't lie and then people want to yeah. know what you're doing. But when you're first starting the journey, it doesn't feel good to not get that support. But what advice would you give to someone like that? Maybe their family, their friends. Maybe they think like, you know, whenever we share like an amazing selling machine or resources or courses or just that you can make money online, people, they think it's a scam, you know, or like, oh, that's too good to be true or that doesn't work. And that's not true. That's just their limiting perception of it because, you know, they are settling in their life and they don't want to think big or they don't want to risk it or go for it a thousand percent. But... So it's a lot easier to say that's not real, that's not going to work, or whatever. And they subconsciously, they love you, but they're afraid of losing your love, right? And so they're afraid that if you become more, if you become successful, if you change, then they're going to lose you, right? And so it's kind of this subconscious um, selfishness that I think sometimes people have. I think their intentions are often good, but they're trying to do what's best for you, you know? Like, it's a good intention to go to school, but they're not maybe... They don't know this opportunity or they don't know your passion or your mission, but what advice would you give to someone? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I would say, you know, don't take advice from someone who's not successful yeah. or if it's around happiness, don't take advice from someone who's not happy or don't take some advice from someone who's never been in a committed relationship or never had a, a great relationship, you know? Just don't so have what you want. Yeah, they don't have what you want. So be careful about who you take advice from and be careful about who influences you because remember that people can say things, but you are letting that influence you, um, whether that's on a subconscious level or not. And so again, sometimes you need to be at a distance, so distance yourself from certain people. And that's okay. Like that is, that's perfectly fine. I think just to kind of add to this, like surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded, like other people that are entrepreneurial, like, and that's, you know, the ASM community has been great for us, like going to the events and meeting people. And we have friends and, and people like that. And 
being around people like that, it makes it more real too, and it, and it shows you what's possible and you know how this is a real thing. And you get inspired by them, and they challenge you, and they encourage you. So don't try to go about it alone. Like be around others on the same path, whether that's through amazing selling machine or like a mastermind. You know, like I love masterminds. We believe in the importance of that because if you want to get rich, you want to become a millionaire, but you're around people that are broke. It's going to be very challenging for, for you to become a millionaire. If you want to be healthy and fit and have a great body, but you're around people all the time that are unhealthy and they're overweight, then you're not going to become healthy and fit. If you want to be happy and fulfilled and have a passion for your life, but the people in your life, they're negative and they're complaining and they're skeptical and they're putting you down and they're criticizing what you're doing, then that's going to hold you back from being happy and fulfilled. So the community and being around people like that, I think is such an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what final piece of advice would you give to someone watching this that is inspired right now? Hopefully you guys are. You're ready. You want to take action. You want to you know, build your own business to create this freedom. What advice would you give to someone watching? Wow. You know, there's so many things I could share, but I think that you, know, you have to do your research. If this resonates with you and you feel like, you know what, this online business, this private label business, Amazon business, this resonates with me and this would fit in harmony with my life and this would, you know, be in line with my vision, then you got to go for it because we have this fear that holds us back all the time and you just got to go for it. Go all in, burn the boats, okay? There's no going back because when you've got one foot in the door, one foot out the door, you know, as soon as you hit that stress level, as soon as you make that first mistake, as soon as you hit that hiccup, because there's going to be challenges, there always are, then if you got one foot in, one foot out the door, you're going to leave. So you have to have both feet in the door, commit to it, and stay consistent. I think, you know, I just had a conversation with one of my good friends the other day, and she says, you know, Tatiana, if I had just stuck with one thing, Instead of going, you know, from this thing and then a few months later to this thing and the few months later, oh, like, oh, Facebook marketing and a few months later, affiliate marketing, like trying all these different things all the time. If I had just stuck to one thing, I would be so successful with that right now. And so you have to commit yourself and realize that, you know what, success often does not happen overnight and you have to work at it. So put in the consistent effort, dedicate yourself, have a positive mind. I think this is something as undervalued sometimes. What we think, our thoughts are our reality. So our reality is only what we interpret. So right now, you know, what your reality is of the way that you're watching this video, what you perceive, what you get out of this video, that's what's reality for you. It's different for each and every person. So you have to consciously decide, okay, what am I feeding my brain today? Is it positive or is it negative? It's going to empower me or disempower me. And I think that's one of the most important things. And it's not a tool. It's not a technique because those are abundant. Everyone has access to those things these days. It's what you put into your mind. I think that is the most important thing. So commit to growth. Commit to learning, and, and you will be successful. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> You're amazing, babe. Thank you so much. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys so much. Probably have some lipstick on my lips. <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching this. And, uh, you know, I think her message is going to resonate with a lot of you, um, hopefully, and inspire a lot of you. And right now, you're in a certain state, and oftentimes I believe that when you're in that state, you've got to do something. You've got to take action, because right now you get that momentum. And there's no better time to 
you know, put, take that next step, right? Take that step when you have this state and this inspiration in your life. So listen, I want to encourage you guys to check out some of the resources. If you want to learn how Tatiana and I got started through the amazing selling machine, we'll link that below for you guys. Check out the free Amazon training as well at projectlifemastery.com slash FBA. Okay, again, that's totally free. More resources. I've got interviews. I've got tons of resources that can help you with this. And I'd say be careful consuming too much information as well because sometimes you get information overload and analysis paralysis and that can prevent you from taking action. You know, that's why sometimes people, they watch this video, they click the next video and the next video and the next video and they don't even know how to start. And so I want to try to provide for you and help focus you and direct you on, I think, the best way to start. And so get the free training that I have, link below. Amazing selling machine if you want to go through this step by step by step, learn it the right way, save yourself time, save yourself stress, make that investment. I understand not everybody can make the investment and there's different resources that we can share with you as well. But, you know, in some cases, save your money, get your money prepared. You know, oftentimes it's better than, you know, just trying to learn it and try to do it on your own. Okay, you know this opportunity exists. This is what the course costs, the information for to get started, inventory, everything involved. Okay, you know, instead of putting that time into the business right now, Instead, how about you put that time, get a second job, a third job, cut out some expenses, save and put it aside so you can start it the right way. I'd much rather see you start this business the right way than try to go about it watching YouTube videos and trying to figure it out on your own and end up losing money and making mistakes and wasting time, right? So that's often what we encourage for people as well. But if you're ready to start, the information's there. Check out Tatiana. She's also got another YouTube channel yeah. called Lux Biz. Do you want to well, share? Okay, You're so, rebranding it. Yeah, but. I've got a new YouTube channel called Lux Biz. It's all about online business. Like, I literally have a video for everything, everything I've learned, all the mistakes I've made. So, you know, people ask me if I do coaching all the time. Go subscribe to that channel because that's where I offer the coaching. I take the most common questions I have and I answer them in video format in depth. But it's called Lux Biz right now, but it's rebranding to Tatiana James because we're getting married. So, yeah, be aware of that. Yeah, so right now it's, it's actually in our Instagram is Tatiana Beret, which we'll link to as well. So follow her on Instagram. Go to Lux Biz or Tatiana James, depending on when you're watching this video. Uh, but check out her stuff, guys. It's really amazing. And as you can tell, she has so much amazing content and value to provide for people. So uh, check out her channel. Subscribe for her videos. Subscribe for my videos. And we want to thank you guys again so much. And we look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care. God bless. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.